Good morning. Welcome to the Glowing Globe with Emmanuel Atubosu Ayemi. To start with, I am super, super excited to have you listening to me. I understand you don't owe me any obligation whatsoever, and yet you've chosen to. I really appreciate that and I not take it for granted. I hope this podcast will be worth the while. Now, for many of you that have been following my written content or you've been subscribed to my broadcast um, list, I've been inspired by God to actually start a series on relationships. I tagged a lot sex and relationships and so far I've, re- I've um, delivered content on love, sex and I was supposed to deliver one on relationships. Normally, being the third series of this, this podcast should be talking on relationships but some of our podcast is that it's an, it gives me a platform to um, express myself more better and put things that could normally not be exactly structured into written form out. And you know, there's this thing about someone talking to you. We, you know, in this kingdom, actually, just the caveat, majority of the things I I, I say here are kingdom sponsored. Okay, they are from a biblical standpoint, and I'm totally not ashamed about it. So if exactly for any reason or the other you are not subscribed to kingdom perspective about life, which I believe should be what you crave for, because in Him is life, and the life is the light of men. So. These are kingdom beats, kingdom wisdom beats that I believe are going to change your life forever and are sponsored totally by scripture. So they may not exactly agree with what the world is saying out there, but they definitely agree with scripture. Now, personally, I've been, I don't know, when I was inspired to share this, it wasn't exactly what I was planning because this part of me has been evolved this few days and i've been talking about growth growth and all that and you know i've been trying to take measures in, to enter into my own growth phase as um, embrace my growth phase and also help people get into this but when the spirit of law laid this upon my heart i was like okay fine no problem let's see how we're going to do it and at first i was even scared because it's been a while okay this is a secret it's been a while i actually spoke on relationships and all that but then I trust God's spirit to help us. So, you know, in my written article, I told us about love. I told us about what love is and what love entailed. I told us about how love was not just exactly a feeling that is a mere professions. You know, majority of us make this mistake. We just think love is something that, okay, I love you. And, you know, a probably five guy. You're seeing the guy and he's, he's talking to someone. Else. Okay, let's, let's see. Maybe that's a bit too exaggerated. But you know, secondary school people who do not even have, exactly have an understanding of what life is taking them into. And they profess love. Why? Because they saw D- Z World show love. Because they saw one Yoruba film or one American film or any film or the other show love. Now, why this is, it's not exactly wrong, right? Let, let me strike the balance. There is no particular age by which you could start to feel love, okay? But there are certain parameters, per, um, parameters that I believe are genuine tests of the originality of the professions you claim. For example, for someone like me, if you come over to me and you're okay, fine, I, I love this person, I, I admire this person and all that. I believe that there should be a portion of that your love that allows you to let the person do what the person wants to do till the time the person will be ready to reciprocate what you want. You know, there's people who are so self-seeking and because you exactly feel one fake thing for somebody, you exactly person just coming to you. It doesn't exactly work that way and I was trying to show us how any other thing apart from the God themes on love are false and I was trying to show us how God himself is loved so if you do not know God you have no business loving okay if you do not understand who God is not just that he is God you must have to understand that he is love and 
everything about him totally encapsulate what true love should be. If you do not have this correct perception, then you have no business loving because, in fact, you're not yet up to the stage of loving. So maybe, in truth, there are actually some group of persons who cannot love. Those people who have not come to know who love is and accept his work in their life. And by his work, I mean God's work. Okay? So... Now, I was just, since this is a podcast, I can spare time to talk about some other things. Now, this might be a bit longer because I'll be speaking as inspired of the Lord. But, you know, I actually know that there are different kinds of love. I know there are agapao. Now, the, the, the word agapao is the highest form of love ever shown. And that was the same love that brought Jesus, the Son of God, down to die for our sins. The death, of, the death and resurrection of whom we celebrated a few days ago. Now, you must know that this is the highest form of love. This is the kind of love that if the Lord wants all of us to enter into. That, that state where you are not seeking. You know, so many persons claim to love another, but they have reasons. They have basis. You know, we were, we, were, we were sold out to darkness. We were sold out to the nature of sin. God exactly had no reason wanting us. He, you know, the Bible says that we've been called to show forth His glory for His good pleasure and all that. And people think of that as a basis for God loving us. And I just smile at it because Jesus Christ gave us a revelation about God that if He's so pleased, He could have made the stone stand up and begin to worship Him. So it was not for lack of worship. Do you know how many legions and tens of thousands of hundreds of millions of billions of gazillions, if there's anything like that? angels are present in heaven who are consistently worshiping him do you know how, how much of um um beings that are even undescribed that fall that we have 24 hours we have four beings before the other we have so much and yet so it's not as if it's the worship exactly that the lord exactly needs us for he, he came for us he came to die for us because he loved us that was love that was love that was the highest form of love where we could give nothing in return and yet it's true he still chose to and that's the biggest one. That's that's the kind of stage we must attain when you know there's people who who because you probably sponsored the lady's tea fair or you paid for something, you expect to get down to her or to bed down something, and you claim you're doing it out of love. That that your your motive is already wrong. We'll get to that in relationship. I really hope to dwell on relationship, but I just have to quickly come from where we're standing from. Now don't forget this is love, sex, and relationship, and this is the first um audio content esp- episode. So you do well to really follow. Then you know there's this kind of other love we call filial. It's the brotherly love, the love I have for you listening to me right now. Because I love you, right? I do love you. <laughs> Away from that. So is that kind of love that Jesus was telling us to have. When we were saying love your neighbor as yourself, it was that kind of love. That that basis where you saw everybody as yourself and you only do to them the thing you could commit to yourself. But you know, there's a fake kind of love. Actually, I'll not call it love at all. Because it's in, in itself, it's not actually love. It's called eros. It's from the word we've come to have erotic, erotica, and every other word or perverted word used to describe any form of sexual perversion. Now, you know, the erotic love is is so self-seeking. It is the uh, it is the total opposite of what the agape is. You know, there's something about this eros. It is it is sensually driven. It is carnally minded. It is death in itself. It's the death in the pot we must we must be careful. Of. Now, you know, and 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 a scenario comes to my mind. That's the scenario of Amnon and Tamar in the Bible, when the Bible records that Amnon so much Amnon rather so much loved Tamar that he's he fell sick for her. 
Now, the word was not joined off. He, he so lost it after. Now, imagine me just walking out of a shopping mall and seeing a lady who was all coming. I know sometimes our ladies who can be good. Let me go there. <laughs> now, you know, I, I, I just have this kind of affinity for her without exactly knowing her. Now, that is not exactly wrong yet. But that's the thing where I can almost not wait to see what the un, uh, 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 um, um, what her underneath look like. At that stage, you need to check it. Something else is coming in because God is not exactly like that. God, God kind of love seeks for ways to improve your partner, not exactly take out of them. You don't just... Okay, let me let me put a pause on that. But you know, the Bible is telling us how... Imnon so loved Tamar in court that he felt sick for her. Now, what happened was that he was instructed by Jonadab, his friend, and boom, 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 played one and two together. He was able to finally bear that. And the Bible records the same scripture records to her that the AIDS which he had for her after he had bedded her was much more than the original love he had professed for her. Now, my question is, does love die in instance? No, because love sustains. You know, there's a kind of love you can have for someone that sustains generation. Even when you know that the person can no longer be yours, you still love the person and you still want good for the person. But now, just when you just add the person and you're already having contempt, sheer uh, uh, contempt for the person, it shows that you didn't exactly love the person in the first place. So, what did you have for the person? It was eros it was that carnally driven uh, a vague expression or professions of an affinity with someone eros eros it, it is so bad and sincerely speaking you need to run from it if you can't just wait to get to with that person that, you know sometimes i i you know one of the things the lord taught me early in my life was that love included honor and respect and every lady i have taken or i have believed was um, I, I have I have so come in contact with rather I have dealt with them on those two bases. Every lady and any lady I'm probably going to get married to is going to be receiving those two things for me, honor and respect. I'm not just it is what proves my love. It is the basis for which my love can be expressed. What 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 makes you different? What 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 why? Okay, maybe I'm getting on too personal right now, but I really am sharing this like it's 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 a pain in my heart i i am pained to see people profess love without understanding it even i thought i did understood it until i was open to the dimensions of it by god and i was like wow god like that how much more people who have not even come to the understanding of life at all you cannot truly love i tell you this on the authority of god and i lie not you cannot truly love unless you come to the understanding of the nature of god when you unless you come to the understanding of what it was gave rise to your acquaintance with him in the first place and that stage is where we'll come back to um agape but just i'm not dwelling on that too much uh, as a matter of fact this is an introductory um podcast i expect to keep on with this as inspired of the lord in subsequent times not it's not going to be consistent of course this podcast is especially dedicated to um growth and helping us enter into our home growth phases and all that just like growing and being alive in your growth process you know so many people are struggling with life they are just alive and i tell you the truth i'm not just alive i'm alive and living i'm i'm so happy for that but that's the way now that's that about um love fake love in code now we're going to talk about sex 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 it's so painful that the word sex is a biological word that has come to be understood as the 
canal or should I let me say canal but let me say central union of a male and a female or a male and a male or a female and a female and let's just say the central knowledge or the sexual rather the sexual knowledge of two persons two persons two persons that involves you know most often more often than not the genitals the genitalia and everything now the the as I was going to get that before the word sex is not actually mentioned in the Bible because the word sex is a biological word. Now I'm a biologist. The word sex is a biological word. It was not exactly created. It was not exactly invented by God. But the original word that was translated as um, no or you know this kind of word and Adam knew his wife and everything in the Bible was of the strongest possible force. It was a word that so shown how much God regarded it. Now, sex is not normal. There are so many things. The problem is that we have let, you know, and I'm, I'm sad about this. We, majority of us have let the environment, we've let people, we've let Z-word, we've let um, American films, we've let the stories of people who are exactly filled in themselves dictate to us what should, we should do with our lives. We, we've expunged ourselves from the reality of scriptures and as such, our life, our consciousness is suffering from it. Now, I was reading through the book of Romans and the scriptures, explaining how when men began to um, despise God despite the fact that they could feel him all around them the Lord left them up to a reprobate mind to do things that were not convenient so you know the, the, the funny thing about it is that majority of things majority of us are engaging into are actually things that are not convenient with the nature of our but I tell you the truth that okay let's even use it let's 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 talk normally imagine if you have a generator right and you power up your generator all the time there's a natural law of wear and tear. The more you use it, the less it is for you. So now, let, 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 I'm not trying to make it colloquial, right? But I'm, I'm just trying to say that, you know, there could be, or possibly, I believe there is a, a kind of, a kind of, um, okay, listen. Yeah, I'll say it. <laughs> I'm sorry, right? I'm sorry. This is my podcast. Yeah. I, I believe that some things ought to be done we don't understand them, right? Why, 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 why exactly do I want to live my life on the strength of a different culture? I'm subscribed to a place. I'm subscribed to a place that is bound by strong moral beliefs. This is Nigeria. And even if this is not Nigeria, even if I'm not exactly a, a citizen of Nigeria, I'm a citizen of the kingdom. I belong to God's kingdom. And God's kingdom is older than virtually all nations that truly accept it. Because the kingdom of God is not exactly by nation. It's a thing of the heart. So if the Lord has come into my heart and has given me rules to live by, why, why would I want to go against it? I would rather die believing in the Lord than believing in Bollywood, than believing in Gallywood, than believing in anything. Because these things give us a wrong perception about life. They make us see things that are not convenient and help us get into it. The world is getting all sexified, you know, all sexed up. Even close up now gets gets advertises with, with with sex. If it's not sexy, it's not selling, and it's so painful that this is so. It's so painful that this is so because if you cannot control your sexuality, your destiny is at stake. You know, you cannot just jump at every lady you see. That's one of personal principle I think has helped me this far in my life. Actually, as a point in my life, I actually struggle with pornography, and you know, some of pornography is that it distorts your your picture your mental picture of the opposite sex right but 
so literally when you when you view someone else you are not exactly seeing the person you are seeing other things and making imaginations but one thing that has held me down all these years was and i thank god for it was a personal principle i made that true love does not exactly jump at people at the opportunity you 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 chill if that's the word you chill you actually let things evolve let things play out majority of the relationships that i've had and ended up as failures were relationships that were built on feelings literally um um swift seconds feelings the guy just made you happy in court and boom you feel he's the next guy he's the next best thing in the world and then you enter and before you know seats are down pants are off and boom and after that the harm none in the guy comes up because no matter how much okay i think i'll peg on that but i must quickly strike this balance i know i'm still going to talk about relationships but you know it is very wrong it is very wrong for you to just exactly jump at every available opportunity that seems good you don't find gold on the surface right you dig for it so anything that is on the surface are things that are exactly not worthful not worth it so if you just think that a good man no I, i'm not saying don't get it wrong this is not all binding right but i don't think that no good man or good lady is exactly found and gotten so easily you you have to dig and part of the digging process is that you have to wait you have to study you have to understand you have to pray and everything I, i know some of us are probably laughing at this now what this man saying but i tell you that this is the reality of god's word this is this is how god designed it to be this is how god designed it to be and i'm so unashamed about it the church is supposed to be the system that conveys the acts of the father the bible says that you will have the truth and the truth will set you free the truth will liberate you the truth will make you free this is this is what the church was designed to do the church was god's primary um, um agents of setting people environments free god's primary agent of setting people free you must understand it and the, the stance of the church on this thing is what is what is true what is true so why am i making a big deal about this everybody's having sex what's what's so special about sex anyways you know even the courtroom understands a thing or two about sex and whenever maybe you're you're not comfortable with your partner again and you want to split up there there are two options there's something called annulment and there's something called divorce we all know divorce right but no majority of us know about annulment now if a marriage cannot be annulled now what is annulled cannot be cancelled that means that, that annulment means legally you never married divorce means you married you only split it but annulment you never married like the legal papers that that brought you guys together in the first place will be terminated you can go research this i don't know this thing but i think so glory <laughs> to god so now whenever the judge a good judge a good the judge that know what he's doing <laughs> ask you okay you want to break right and be like yeah i'm so tired of my actions yes i'm so tired of his pain and everything but okay fine has his marriage been consummated with sex if yes annulment cannot be granted only divorce now you know what divorce is divorce is like tearing apart breaking into two because sex is a process of joining the male and the female the bible says that therefore for this reason a man leaves his father's house and cleaves to his wife you know what it means to cleave it means to become one to become united with christ 
um, with his wife rather so he, at, at that stage they are no longer exactly one they are fused together they have become one they're not exactly two persons they have become one a portion of the guy has flowed into the girl a portion of the girl has flowed into the guy and this is entirely spiritual but it's true you it's not just about you pumping in and out of your partner there's so much more going on there's so much spiritual traffic there's so much things occurring in the spirit realm and it's not just your sperm that produces a seed okay there's there's a system that calls for it it is entirely spiritual when you understand that life is spiritual maybe this will be exactly easy for you to comprehend so an annulment cannot be granted only a divorce what we try to do is that we, we try to legally break them and even that breaking will be made with considerations. Do they have children? Do they have this? Do they have that? The code of law understands this. How much more children of God? How much more children of God? And I know there have been so many reasons why some of us have been deceived into having sex with people that are not exactly our partners. I don't know why I'm dwelling on this, but I feel the love of me too. Maybe because the guy is giving you a ring and you feel like, okay, fine. He's definitely not going anywhere. Okay, you know what? Let's go to relationships. But then, before I, I do that, I, I just have to say this, that virginity is not old school, right? It's not, it's not old school. And nothing about sex is quite casual. It is entirely spiritual, entirely spiritual, and must be taken as such. Because it involves matters of relevance, and involves matters concerning your relevance. If if you despise anything about sex, you, you know, I, I was in my one of my written content i was sharing with people uh, why i i i so pities people who have had more than six sexual partners in their lifetime and i feel like god what else is the meaning now normally six is a high number right but i just had to deal with what i had to use what the american how i put it standard was i think in the kingdom if you have more than one not even i think i know you're in trouble but let's even say that let's even go normal now let's say we want to go lenient why would you have six partners and have sex sexual history with them there's something about you there's something about sex sex is a process of joining together right now what happens is that some things are chopped off from the other partner something that chopped off from you and merged to make a full creature a full creature this is true this is so so true you must understand it. It is true. It is so true on the authority of the Lord. So, if it happens that you've been joined to a wrong person, you are doomed for the rest of your life. You're doomed for the rest of your life. So, imagine when this person is bringing his own garbage, you're bringing your own spiritual baggage, you're joining together. Uh, let's just go to relationships. Now, normally, the, the, the word we've come to know as a relationship is an association, generally. Every relationship is an association between two or more people, but bringing into the concept of bringing into the concept of marriage and everything, we can understand that a relationship involves um, two persons, majorly a male and a female. But now, considering what the world has turned to, we have gay marriages, and you know, but normally it involves a male and a female who have come, um, who have, um, how I put it coming together for the purpose of marriage or for the purpose of knowing one another well with a view to marriage like you know now normally the word for it in the christian circle is courtship but in the social world we use the word um um dating normally the two words mean basically the same thing a period of two persons two mature persons believe me two mature persons coming together to get to know each other more for the for the um purpose of marriage or with a view to marriage now normally i believe that 
if the first stage has been gotten now this is progressive love sex relationships i believe if the first stage of love has been entirely gotten you won't exactly have problem in relationships because the two of you have learned to understand and be taught by god these are the people that have heaven on earth marriages heaven on earth marriages so i'm just going to look at a few things you want to not you want to consider before you say yes or no to the person normally an average guy or the world tells you it should be tall dark rich and handsome I, okay i i, I remember I, I taught some years back on this tall dark and handsome and all that and somebody was like and rich too so i was like okay not just tdh now tdhr but you know these are not just the basis in the kingdom these are bigger these are so bigger part of it for example you don't want to marry somebody who is emotionally immature oh you would you would you would sap the life out of you because you're literally getting married to a baby and you know what babies are they need to be taught what to do they need to be taught how to do it they need to be taught when to you know babies soil their pampasses i i can't imagine what you want to do with a baby marriage is not for babies marriage are for adults two adults who understand what they want to do with the rest of their life and are making conscious decisions to see that become a reality not for babies part of an emotional baby for example it does imagine actually when it's the guy and he doesn't even know what to do you're in your menstrual cycle and he keeps wanting you to do things when you cannot do it he feels like mm, i'm coming on the man of this house i'm all macho and you will, and boom boom he raises hands now normally i believe that no normal man please get me no normal man will raise his hand against his lady but that should not be an excuse for ladies to to deliberately push their man because embedded in every man is not just that lover boy that you know there's also a man and men will always be men there's a man that can give you your size i'm sorry i'm going on um but there's a man that can give you your size there's that man there's that man that is a baby right who can always cuddle who can always do whatever he wants to do but inside of that man is that man that man that goliath that david that can always charge up given the right atmosphere so we ladies must be also careful but then again you also want to be careful to not marry somebody who is emotionally immature the person there's maturity in this thing marriage is not for babies relationships should does not be for babies because you don't grow in days right you don't grow in days it takes time to grow so if it was a baby while you're still cutting him it will most likely still be in his teenage stage when you're getting married to him all the same both are not your taste right both are not your taste also you want to marry someone who is emotionally unstable or emotionally flustered what am i trying to say somebody who is still clung on to his past somebody who who has an idea of his past lady or past man as the basis of what you should be you know some people have had failed relationships why am i like this today i don't know but i'll just keep on as lord has said it some people have had failed relationships before which they exactly love things about the person they couldn't help the fact that the relationship failed but they cannot help but agree that the man or the woman they were with were among the best they've ever seen in their life so if they're going to get into any relationship again they want a portion of that man or woman to be reflected in the person so you know anything you do they are literally like okay this is not how a did it before this is not how xyd used to do it xyz was always like this those kind of people are not kind of people you want to marry because they will always label you as regards their previous partner they are not yet healed on the inside so they cannot afford to i wish we could these things are basic right but these are things we really want to know don't marry somebody who is always comparing you to somebody in his life 
it's it's wrong it's wrong you would say you would you'll be saving yourself so much stress and putting yourself into too much good health in a mentorship like that then of course he has to be financially matured or she too now see these things i i say i'm not saying exactly concerning the guy but i i but now i think the financial aspect is towards the guy but everything i've said tilts towards the guy and the lady it's not the responsibility of the guy alone to be the financial support of the family it, it doesn't always have to be the guy there's a reason why we are helpmates there will be a time in the life of every man when we enter something um pastor mrs from kadei um adejumo calls the midnight of his life at that stage he exactly doesn't have anything that stage the lady must come up and be able to help him must be able to be that person he sees when he's afraid when the debts are piling up and she's okay fine this is what i want to do that doesn't mean that she should assault the man as the support the chief support of the house but she should also be able to contribute financially and to a large extent too when being called upon financial maturity is something you want to check in your man and your woman for a girl you want to marry somebody who is capable because when there is no money there will be fights when there's money there will be less fights i've seen it play out in my life i've seen it play out in the life of people around me and i know that majority of people who have um successful marriages are people who are financially comfortable they may not be the richest right but they are financially comfortable financial comfort- comfortability is an important basic in a relationship that tilts towards God's command because i imagine <laughs> oh glory to god <laughs> i can imagine how you would feel you know you've not hitting right so how do you exactly want to kneel down before god together holding hands and praying to god for your kids so if you're like come on wicked man you didn't give me more you know, that kind of stuff it's bigger than we imagine it's bigger than we imagine but then you should not push your man unnecessarily understand what he is believe in his vision if it is worth it because some guys are just preaching vision that are not worth it believe in his vision if it is worth it and if you can see the seeds of it and trust god pray for him and work with him to get it you can also drop occasionally but be wise enough to not let him make you the chief support when you're just supposed to be and help with another thing you also want to be careful about in relationship is wrong motives you don't want to enter a relationship with the wrong motives now majority of it i was saying this before why do you want to get married or in court in a relationship why do you want to start a relationship with someone you are just meeting i i see i, I know there's something that love has first time but as much as i as much as it may be true it must be given the progression of time because things you catch at first glance are not exactly what they were why do you think that sometimes when some of us see some things that are too good to be true we have to close our eyes open it and close it again because we know that it's there's a possibility however slight that the first time you were looking at it you were not exactly seeing the full picture of it and that's the same thing that i believe is true for marriage no matter how much beautiful or no matter how much um satisfied your man or woman may be your woman or man may be respectively it is important to always take that second look you don't go in you don't get there first apart from that wrong motives you don't want to marry for a corpse of course because corpse we feel bible says that beauty beauty is deceitful favor is vain but a woman that loves the lord she shall be praised so you don't want to look at her beauty even though i know it's an important thing to look like to look at because you don't want you don't want your 25 years old woman to be looking all 75 beforehand so even as much as it's quite important it is not the most important you don't want to look at money money is important right the man must be financially stable the woman must be financially stable but you don't want to look at money alone because 
there are seasons in men's life there are sometimes when no matter how much you do if it's not in your season things will result not be amplified in your hands so you'll be losing a diamond right a legend because you felt it was not shiny at the early stage of his life and some of this majority majority of this um pressure stones will come to our door are things that were not exactly all lustrous at the first day they had to go through other processes that brought out the, the beauty and rarity of them that we've come to so love and admire you must be careful of the wrong motives you must be careful of the wrong motives i i um for example maybe you just left your partner no please i i, I say this on the authority of the lord and i line up i think that if you're just breaking off a relationship i think that you should at least grant yourself a period of at least six months i don't want to go all big but i think it's true the period of at least six months to you 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 can't just get out of one and get into another well, how do you how, i'm not saying you should go all sulky in fact if i know you personally and you are sulky i'll kill you i'll beat you i'm not saying you should go all sulky right but i believe that it's important that you spend time getting over your previous partner some other persons the reason why they want to go into a relationship is that they want to show chooks that he made a mistake giving up on them should never have left right so he left and he made a mistake so you just want to show him that me i'll be fine babe now and you know that kind of stuff so in the you're just before he even kneels down to say will you marry me you said yes three times and you know you just get back like you're the one that is posting his picture you're the, the guy does never have time for you you're the one photographing yourself together and doing all sort of things it doesn't work that way my dear if you ever have any reason at all or if part of the reason you're currently in the relationship you are is to spite your previous partner then your relationship is most certain to not work i tell you the truth it is most certain to not work it is most certain to not work so if you really want to see results in what you're doing and you just want to keep on occurring people's rings you gotta be careful to make sure that whatever it is ought to be stopped ought to be stopped you may just put a break on it get yourself together in shape be on the inside and then go all out for love again wrong motives wrong motives they destroy and trust me you don't want to get entangled with that now from a spiritual standpoint i also think that another thing you must be careful of is anything that affects your time out with the lord there are some of us that before you found your partner you were all fiery but now because you got to talk with your partner for about six seven hours a day you've had to cut out time from now this is true from a very personal standpoint and from relationship like um, one-on-one discussions with people who have been very very truthful i've noticed that majority of us when and it's normal right it's normal when a lady or a guy comes into your life you need to adjust now it's important that's why you have to be satisfied to an extent before you venture into stuff like that but i think that i think and i believe i'm, I'm correct but let me just think that really anyone who comes in and you need to make so much time for really is not exactly worth it because the strength of our life is the lord and the few time we can spend with him are where we get insights into our our living the few time i have no when 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 my backs have been against the wall or when people have been out of my life or when i've been all shut out i've been the most productive in my life on a personal spiritual and every other level because i've had time to revert to my maker and have him speak more expressly i don't have things to think about you know sometimes i can still leave my phone without having to bother about someone calling on me needing to call someone and all that so the same thing about it is that if you're going to maintain relevance you have to stay in proximity with the lord 
you're not going to stay at his back you're not going to stay in front of him you're going to stay by his side by his side it implies seeing what he's doing part-time especially if you're going to be doing something that is ministry involved ministry inclined so you don't want a lady who is already sapping time from your life those people will you will have issues with them in marriage because when you probably want to study or do something now you must understand that marriage should be for like minds not exactly like but at least to an extent agreeing on basic things that are more important you you cannot just imagine you want to you want to read you want to study you want to speak in tongues in your marriage and your lady wants to play ludo in court and you know you, you at that stage you begin to feel like what kind of a jezebel are you you must she was not exactly a jezebel it was just you that didn't pay attention to who she was before be careful of those people who, who extinguish your fires be careful of those people who take out time from your life from things that are important be careful of those who want to mold you into their picture for their lives now some people i i i okay let me just go on i think i'll take one more after this and I'll, I'll i'll just stop this this is probably my longest podcast ever please let's share this i i think that there are so many people there are so many lives that are going to be blessed by it i believe it i believe it and i i want you to be a part of the blessings so i i think that there are a lot of guys still try to fold you into who they are why there are a lot of girls who try to shape you into what they believe they have an idea of what their guy should look like. It should be quite tall. It should have his hair cut to a particular fashion style. It should be this. It should be that. And you know, when they look at you with your own defying nature, they have the feeling of inadequacy towards you because they feel like, come on, you're not my speck. No. <laughs> and why this is, you know, you might probably be laughing right now, but it's true, right? It's so true. You must be careful of people like that because while they are looking at you, they are seeing a different you. A you that is not even consistent with what God has planned for your life. Now, I don't enjoy, I don't um, um, advocate laziness. I believe that you should be up and doing as much as possible. In fact, that's what this podcast is for. It's a glowing growth. It's, it's, it's a podcast that is supposed to teach you how to grow by glowing, how to glow by growing, and how to enjoy your life while making and leaving deliberate impacts on the sands of time for your generation coming to record. But then, I believe that every man has his own pattern, right? Every man has his own design. Even the Lord has his design that was all that is unchanging. The Lord has been, sometimes in memorial, he still is. And certain things about him have not yet changed. And even the ones that have changed have not actually changed. In the sense of the word change probably they're just taking on a new dimension that is still consistent with the original um or original intentions okay so someone that wants you to he wants it to look like this he wants it to look like that be careful of people like that and sincerely I've, I've, i i i had to make a major decision in my life because okay let's let's put that off but i think it's worth it i think it's worth it because even if you get married to those kind of people you yourself will not be satisfied. Why? They don't conform to what you want them to look like. And I know for some of us that we are a bit spiritual or religious in our thinkings, we have, I like put it, some set of laid down spiritual um, looks that our partners must attain. Now, why you waste your time trying to get somebody to fit into that pattern? I think for your own joy and for the joy of your partner, who you so love as much as you claim, you better you let go. You might be the villain, you might be the you know the bad guy or the bad girl, but it's for your own joy and it's also for hers or ease. Never try to fit people into their pattern. Never some guys you didn't know the girl was fat at the initial stage. 
So that later stage, you're not telling her that she needs to be doing exercise every day. Come off it. Come off it. If he doesn't love you the way you are, then he will not appreciate you after you have even changed your form in marriage. Because the rigors of marriage will cause cause a shift in your life. There's a, you must get to a state where white hair must come. And it's not biological. Like, it's not just because white hair must come. It's, you know, there's... <laughs> Glory to God. Let me put off that. Let me put off that. So we've seen, we've seen several things, right? We've seen several things. And lastly, maybe some guys are also too eating not too secretive. This is very important. And I told you, virtually every secret or eating relationships are on the are, are having issues like maybe the guy is cheating or the girl has another plan or something like that there's always some eating agenda behind it men are not naturally secretive as it is so if they are it's because there's something else permitted so for example he doesn't want to show you to his parents is 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 careful to tell you to his mentor is why if you so much believe in the possibility of it why then i did one thing i i would never ever do is to hide my woman from everyone around me because it's not something i'm doing in isolation everybody must know in fact if they don't want to know me i will tell them it's part of the part of these things are what helps you not to even make mistakes in in terms of looking at other people because you have the thought in your mind that come on everybody knows my dad knows my mom knows this knows that knows Guys that are too secretive have plans for you. If he's hiding you, he's lying to you. Most likely, most likely, you have to be careful. I don't want you to know. You must, you must always. <laughs> Pastor Kisley will say something like, "He comes like a thief in the night. Always secret, secret. Let me just see you and all that. And even when he sees you, he makes demands and boom, he zooms off again. Then he comes back again in the night. The thief in the night. People like that, I have to wreck your destiny. Yeah, how to wreck your destiny and that is why you also must be careful of doing things at the right seasons because there's a stage in your life that you don't necessarily have to write relationships again i don't think that past 400 level or even maybe before that you have to still hide some things to your parents because they will be the one asking you already that okay fine what's this guy where's this guy where's this lady so at the right moment at the right moment that points down to what i said in love that sometimes true love waits right you know even sometimes most often than not true love really waits in fact, the test of it being true sometimes is that you subject it to time. How does it look like? Some of us, we ask ladies out today and the lady does not say yes. And tomorrow, next tomorrow, latest, next week, the feeling is off your mind. Yeah? I'm not saying you should go all sulky, right? But love lasts. Love persists. I hope you've been blessed with this. I hope you've been so blessed. Love, sex, and relationships are three major things for our life and while you might be wondering how this correlates with growth i think that if these three aspects are not settled your growth will not be settled so you can't further your life you can't think about other plans when your wife is giving you an odd time in the house a toy time in the house there's no time you'll be having to personally develop yourself when you're having to fend for your children yourself without your husband being there to support you i know there's a way life exposes our fails and amplifies them as if we've you know you, you really have to get this this is part of the growth phases we're talking about virtually if christ dies the majority of us we all seek to marry one day and i tell you that we all crave for this nollywood and hollywood kind of marriages but those marriages sometimes are fake and they are just you know the, the funny about thing is that the life of these actors and actresses reflected majority of them have broken marriages because they try to live out what they act in movies and it's wrong the foundation of every sustaining marriage is the lord 
and God is love. So the foundation in every sustainable marriage should be love, true love, agapa, or at least filio. Not just um sensual, canal-driven nonsense. I hope you have been blessed. This is an introductory post, as I said earlier. Other things will come later. And hopefully, I'll be talking more on relationships in my next written content. Um, please be well in tune to get it. In case you're not getting this directly from me, probably this was shared to you. My name is Emmanuel Olatimboswaini on Facebook. You can, I think Emmanuel OIN, you can go on to just run a search and send me a message if this has blessed you or you have any question whatsoever. I'll be more than happy to help you. And that. Till next time. Wow, this is about 44 minutes. Till next time. I hope to hear good things from you. I hope to see you putting these plans in place to help you enter into, help you focus on more important parts of your life. I'm not saying your marriage is not important. As a matter of fact, your marriage may be the most important thing in your life. So, as this helps you get into shape, I see you winning. I trust God helping you. I trust God strengthening you. And I pray by the power of God's prayer that if already you're in a relationship and it's failing, Lord rescues you and shows you what to do and grants your grace to follow his commands and instructions. If you're yet to get in one, the Lord helps you to make right decisions. Overall, we are all blessed. Thank you so much for listening and in anticipation, thank you so much for sharing. God bless you. I see you in him. Bye. Bye-bye.